Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, and welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's. I'm Jessica Krauser, and as always, I'm with my co-host, Brian Baker. Just the eye candy, just the eye candy. Just the eye candy. That's why we like to have you. <laughs> yep. Um, but we have Roz Parrish back with us. Roz, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. You're like a regular, because this is now her third time <laughs> with us. That's true. Um, I, think she's, I think she's starting to take over the She. I actually now. was going to go to her before I went to you to say like, <laughs> and our co-host Roz. Um, no, thank you again so much for coming back on. You're so welcome. It's good to be here. We appreciate it. Um, for those that have not uh, heard our previous segments, uh, we had two segments with Roz, one back in February. Um, she was talking about her DBS journey or pre-DBS. Correct. Um, and talking about all the preparations that she was going through. And then just last month? Or yes, in May. Ago, May 26th. We talked to you after you had... Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Right. It was before... Well, no, you already... You had your left side done. Right. One I, month. And then your right side. Right. Then you got the implant. Correct. Here. So you had three different surgeries at three different times. Right. And then we, we talked to you at that point... And we had we called it a special update. You weren't a part of that. That's right. right. And my son actually did the editing because Steve wasn't around either. Um, we and, stuck one in. Yeah. And um, but we talked to you before you got turned on. Correct. I don't know how else what else to say. So now we want to talk to you about what it's like to be on and your. I would say your your DBS journey is you're still in the middle because you probably still have a lot more to go but you look fantastic thank you and i think you said you were feeling great so i just want to kind of bring you up to speed yeah get get us up to speed see tell us tell us what's going on okay well um actually the the best way to say it is turned on it sounds kind of awkward <laughs> when you say it but um <clears throat> i had when, trouble turning on <laughs> <laughs> when i went in that day um it was um, the analogy that I use is uh, everybody's probably been to the eye doctor at one point, mm -hmm. and when you go to the eye doctor, they say, "Is it better one or two? Oh yeah, or three or four? Well, try doing that for about three and a half hours with no meds and sitting in a chair, and um, and she just basically did say, you know, I'm going to turn this on, and then she just watched me basically but she gave me cues like when they turn it on she said tell me when you feel something like you could feel a tingle in your hand or your foot or um, if you feel woozy or mm -hmm. there was a sign on the cabinet door that I was looking at she wanted to know if the words got blurry on it oh and so what they do and you know I, your brain is it's really probably not meant to be um, electric, given electric <laughs> electric stimulus, you know, but uh -huh. when it happens, um, I mean, there was one episode where uh, I completely broke out in a sweat and my whole back of my shirt was like wet. That wasn't a good option. Um, hmm. There was one time where I did get woozy. There was another time when um, they tested, you know, for my speech because but there. When you say another time, you're talking all at all once. at once. Yeah, okay. yeah, and they just keep playing with you know where they're going to try to set the program so that you have the best results, 
And then that, at least I understand it, that's kind of like your baseline maybe. Mm -hmm. And then I will go back on June 17th and um, I will be programmed, you know, they'll do fine detailing and things that, you know, will make things even better. Because the first time through, um, the rigidity in my right leg is pretty much gone. Stop it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. (gasps) Like, I do not have any rigidity in my right leg. Now, that day that I got programmed, uh, it was grueling. I mean, it was a really long day. Fortunately, Lisa from Boston Scientific had told me, you know, bring a pillow because you might want to sleep in the car on the way Uh home. Um, And then on Friday morning when I got up, I honestly did not feel like um, I had any... Um, I didn't need my medicine the minute I got up. I mean, I felt great on that first Friday wow. morning. And I went out with, um, this is my little controller. Mm-hmm. And um, I went out with, um, it was programmed to 0.5 on both my right and my left side. It goes all the way up to 12. Cool. So I started really, really low. And um, my nurse practitioner, Ellen, um, she, te- she that's kind of what she felt was my best, at my best interest to do that. Um, and then, but she also gave me the capability to uh, play with it a little bit, just up to 1.0. What happens when it goes up? When it goes up, there's different things that can happen. Like I bumped it, the, um, the first day I bumped it to point six, and I really didn't feel much of a difference at all. Mm-hmm. Um, when I bumped my left side to point eight, I felt a tingling in the bottom of my foot like mm-hmm. right away and I was going to back it down because I was like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. But I just let it stay. And actually, that is where the setting that I felt was the most beneficial for me. Hmm. My left side is a little bit more, um, you know, it's definitely a little more out of control than my right. But I'd also say before we started, before like the cameras went on. Right. You were fine fine yes yeah. it's, it's just nervous. now the nervousness right. or the exactly. anxiety that that'll bring it out a little bit but Correct. like even during exercising today like i i was i was watching you <laughs> exercise sorry That's but okay. i noticed that you you like you used to be very dyskinetic right right and then and your tremors and i didn't see any of that when you were exercising right and that's funny that you say that because the dyskinesia was what my nurse practitioner was really concerned about uh-huh. i told her that day that first day that um let's let's get my rigidity first instead of my dyskinesia. But um, I have both felt both that it's gotten better. But the dyskinesia is from the cinnamon, right? Correct. Oh, and that's the other thing. They did take me off one. Um, I was taking a half a pill at 10 o'clock in the morning of Cinemet, one uh-huh. and a half, and taking one and a half at um, two in the afternoon. And they completely did away with the half pill, and I really don't miss it. Mm. So my goal is the next time we go is I'm hoping that they may start saying that we can take a little bit more medications. Because her goal is, is to get me. I also take... Um, Mirapex, mm-hmm. and her goal is is to get. I take that only three times a day, one okay. milligram, and she wants she wants to get me off of that completely. So, so what's next for you? Like, what is or like, how often do you go back? Or okay, um, originally when I first went for all of my setups, and you know when we first started, I was only scheduled for two: one on May twenty sixth, and one on June seventeenth. Mm-hmm. That day, she went ahead and scheduled because they are. They're really busy. And mm-hmm. so she went ahead and found time for me on July 14th and another time on September 1st. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, I think that they hope to be to the place where I'll be set and I may not have to go back for six months. But, wow. you know, we'll see how that wow. goes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I was glad that she put two more episodes or two more dates in yeah. there to have the programming done. So, That's awesome. yeah, it is. 
It really is. You know, I'm very grateful that, you know, we went ahead and moved forward with this. Um, I there she's very encouraging, thinks I'm a great candidate. Um, you know, uh, it's just been for me, it's been a really positive experience. Is there anything now that you've gone through this that you wish you knew or that you did differently? Um, well, everybody's different. And um, I mean, it's just like the disease being different, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I've heard lately them say that the disease is like the snowflake disease. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a really kind of good way to put yeah, it. I've, you know? I've heard that from yeah. Because everyone yeah. is different. And um, But for me, the first surgery um, was a breeze. I mean, we couldn't have asked for it to be better. Mm-hmm. And I was all smiles. And, you know, I think I shared with you one of the mm-hmm. other times I was on that I put this right hand out and it didn't shake at all. And I was so encouraged. Mm-hmm. Well, silly for us, but we did not realize that, you know, we when we went up for the second surgery, we being my family, um, we just figured that that surgery would be the same as my first, and it truly wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot more difficult, just as what I experienced in the OR. Um, I think I've shared with you guys, you know, maybe one-on-one at exercise class, but Um, At one point when I was woken up, you know, I had this tingly feeling in my chest and Mm -hmm. I was really hot. Well, come to find out, you know, they were messing with the wires that they had put in just to, you know, try to find where they were going to put the lead. And um, I think that those symptoms that I had were an effect of, you know, the electric, you Mm -hmm. know, coming in. Mm Um, so that was, the, and then I got really agitated because I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they kind of noticed that I was agitated and they're like, Raz, you know, what's wrong? And I said, I'm feeling all this in here. And, and it was kind of a comical, but they said, is it your heart? And I started, <laughs> I was like, you guys are the doctors. <laughs> tell me, don't tell me, ask me that. But, um, so when I got agitated then too, my right leg went extremely rigid. Mm-hmm. And so the, the whole OR experience was completely different different from the first time Mm -hmm. it wasn't looking back it wasn't horrible but while it was happening it was just different Mm -hmm. and I wish I would have not gotten my eyes set so much on the fact that everything was just gonna you know be like everything the exact same yeah yeah Yeah. so but you know when I came out of um recovery and um Dr. Ramo had you know talked to Brian and um, and they admitted, you Your know, they, Brian. yeah, my Brian, my husband, Brian. <laughs> yeah, I, I was not there. No, Brian Baker wasn't there, which I don't know. Do you want me to say at this point that Brian's, yeah, what, what do we want to say here? Do you have an announcement? So, uh, yes, I am following in Roz's footsteps. <laughs> uh, no, I've talked to Steve. I've talked to Roz. I've talked to a bunch of people, done uh, some research, and I have decided to, uh, to uh, have the DBS surgery done. Yay. And I will go in on July or June uh, 22nd to have the first surgery done. And That's then like in two end, weeks. Yeah, and then the end of July for the second surgery. You are having both sides done. Both sides are okay. being done. Um, and then I will go have the battery installed in my chest in uh, August, and they've already got the date set to get it programmed. Awesome. That's so exciting. Congratulations. It's exciting. It's nervous. It's everything all at once. You know, I when I got diagnosed with this, I said I was going to do whatever it took to, you know, beat it and make life the best it could be as long as it could be. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm taking a lot of medication right now. Yeah. I was just like, do you, can you yeah. show us how much medication you're taking? <laughs> so we were talking about this in one of the other podcasts, the jumbo. Uh, Put it on here. The That's jumbo. crazy. Of 
So that's two weeks of worth of medication. That looks like a lot. That looks like a whole lot. This is two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Um, How many pills do you take a day of I this? Take, I take 12 pills, or no, eight, eight, uh, two, four, six, eight pills of that a day. What else? In addition, and I take an, uh, another pill four times a day, and I take another pill one time. So just for, without any supplements, just with my Parkinson's, I'm taking, yeah. you know, what, 12, 15, 13 pills a day? Oh, wasn't, I lost count. Yeah, 13, yeah. <laughs> like, I just know I take nine, and that's all. Yeah, so 13, 13 pills a day, just with, that's not, not vitamins, not supplements. Yeah. Right. It's just, and right. It, you, literally, I get to the point where I can't swallow another pill. I'm, I'm like, sure. I just can't take another pill. And so I'm hoping that'll lessen the amount of medication I have to take. Um, you know, and, you know, on that, the, this medication is extremely expensive right now. It's ridiculously expensive. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um you know, so that's the other thing too. Yeah, is it, save you some money, hopefully. Well, yeah, and that, and just trying to get off some of the medication. Right. I just feel like I feel like I'm on it all the time. But. Right, and that was one of my goals. That when I, you know, first signed up for it, I just wanted to reduce my meds. And um, you know, I got told by a couple people that you know it doesn't happen to everyone that you can reduce your meds, but um, or you know completely get off your meds but the reduction of meds is pretty I think that it's pretty safe that hopefully that will happen for you and I just wanted to say that you know um you have the same doctor neurosurgeon that we didn't plan it at all I just I I went went to Cleveland and met with the met with people and um called Roz after I got done and said I've been approved and she said what surgeon do you have and she said yeah that's the same one I had so yeah and he was excellent and um I know that you already have used your resources but you know being at the gym and talking to like Steve and and all the people that have had it um that was so helpful to me it really was and um I would encourage anybody no matter who they are that has Parkinson and they're headed for DPS you know find a community find some sort of group or at least another person that you know you can bounce things off Mm -hmm. of because I had the same feelings I'm sure that you have and everybody does you know when you decide to do it um you go back and forth you know you second guess and and it's it's probably also got to be really nice that you guys can talk about the same surgeon exactly right because I know not I've heard other stories and you know from um you know from other patients that maybe didn't have potentially the best outcome or just it takes a different type of journey so you know really doing your research on what hospital you're going to what surgeon you're going to you know everybody's different Roz has a fa- her, his her daughter is a nurse and so she she coming with you no she, re- <laughs> she researched this doctor very well so I, I'm trusting that too so she, oh, yeah, she, she trusted her mom with her so she, I think I yeah I think I, exactly yeah. actually that was my oldest daughter who she, she researches everything and she did she researched him and found out that he wrote some art, published some articles and yeah. on and on. But yeah, and my whole family absolutely was just mesmerized by him. He was awesome. Yeah. So, and I mean, I have to say in there too that, you know, when I first found out that he was going to be my surgeon, I was a little worried because like Steve, that's not who did Steve's. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who else I even talked to about it. But, um, you know, I was like, oh man, no one's heard of this guy before. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise. He was over the top so fantastic yeah that's good. awesome good good well yes it's exciting so i will have a shaved head probably in our next few episodes coming up and awesome. uh maybe some scarring and uh, <laughs> i saw a couple friends of mine this weekend they're like oh, i can't wait to see what you look like with a shaved head. i know head. i was kind of thinking the same thing i'm like trying to picture it which you by the way like you look 
like when I first saw you, I had like a weird thing to say, but it's like, you have a really nice shaped head. Like, because you don't know what it's going to look That's like. That's exactly like, when right. it's all gone. Got, That's exactly right. I got a fresh right. Flintstone That's head. Okay. So. Yeah. 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 You're not supposed to laugh at that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if I could just add one more yeah. thing too. Um, I just feel like, um, you know, a lot of times attitude in life is everything and, um, or not everything, but very helpful. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's easy to uh, be woe is me and to, you know, think about all the, the tough stuff that you go through. But I had a, you know, a couple mantras that I've shared before mm-hmm. when I first got diagnosed. I shared that, you know, my mantra was um, uh, I wanted my faith to be stronger than my fear. And my second mantra was um, I'm not going to let Parkinson's define me. I'm going to define the disease. And my one that really I went to a lot during this whole time was um, never, ever, ever give up. You know, um, fortunately, there's not a lot of pain with this surgery because the brain doesn't have those nerve endings, I guess, for you, to, which I was totally shocked that there wasn't that much pain involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most I took was um, extra strength Tylenol. Um, but wow. <laughs> anyways, um, you know, if you have a good attitude and you surround yourself with people that help build that attitude, which again, PD next steps, so many positive people there. So, yeah. um, yeah, if you can find some things to hang on to like that, I think it makes, um, things a little easier to handle. Oh, that means you're going to have to be a glass half full kind of person. <laughs> I, mean, I, always, I am always a positive. You were just thinking energy. about that. Yes. <laughs> be like a, uh, yeah, get away from the glass half empty <laughs> um well thank you Roz, so much again for coming on um uh, you know i think on just behalf of brian and i like we'd like to thank you for coming and being open and honest and vulnerable with such an intense personal journey um you have opened up our eyes to and you've opened up so many people and have touched people that you may never meet actually um so if you do have any questions anybody out there you feel free to email us at info at thesecretlifeofpd.org or you can simply leave a comment on this channel and make sure that Ross gets it. So thank you again and thank you for tuning in. And good luck, Brian. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Brandenburg. To contact us, email info at thesecretlifeofpd.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast you are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.